Hey haters, it's been a while. <laughs> so I just want to say I love October. October is my favorite month of the year for a, a few obvious reasons. The first is the weather. So we have really good weather. I'm in a sweater right now in boots. Probably for no reason because it's really not that cold yet. Um, the second thing is the Mississippi State Fair. I love going to the fair each year. I love eating terrible food and getting sick and saying I'm never going to eat this food again. And then I eat it the next year. So I hope you guys have gone. I did do a poll, I think, on Facebook. Facebook and Twitter asking about people going to the fair and I was kind of disappointed at how many people were not going to the fair and I'm not sure why so make sure you respond to me in the comment section when we publish this episode so I'm not sure if it's because people don't know about it they don't know about the time I hope the balloon violence is not prohibiting you guys from attending the fair but you definitely should um, another thing is my birthday was October 12th. I turned 34 years old and none of you told me happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> you know, my listeners, they continue to disappoint me sometimes. So, <laughs> But another thing, Thursday is a very big day uh, for us. The first thing is Jackson Transplants is turning a year. Who knew that we would still be here? But secondly, um, transplants and natives will be joining forces at Urban Foxes to fight to the death. No, I'm just thinking we're having um, Newcomers and Natives, Volume 5, a social mixer. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, right now, I am going to let my guests introduce themselves. Let us know your name. Uh, we're going to do it one at a time. So your name, where you're from, why you relo- relocated to Jackson. So I'll let you start. Okay. Um, I'm Molly West, and I am from kind of all over. I've moved all over the South. I was born in Kansas, and I moved to Jackson um, after living in Scotland for six years. And um, I had been working in international education, and so I moved here um, in a roundabout way for a, a job and to kind of pursue that further in terms of my career in international education. Okay. I'm Cody Cox. Um, I'm from Lexington, Mississippi, so not very far. I don't have nearly the uh, the travel <laughs> and uh, the, the breadth of that, but I moved to Clinton to finish up undergrad and grad school at MC, and I spent most of my time while being in Clinton in Jackson anyway, so yeah. I would basically say since then, then like probably like 99, I guess, I moved, and so... Only for a year, I moved off to, uh, to work in Louisiana for a year, and then, okay. and then the rest of the time I've been in Jackson. Okay, what part of Louisiana? Faraday, Louisiana. Oh, I'm not familiar <laughs> at all. Uh, Faraday is like in the uh, like the Delta part of Louisiana, so like if you go straight across from uh, like Natchez. Okay. So just cross the bridge. Okay. There's Vidalia, Louisiana. Yes. And then the next little town that's a little bit smaller is Faraday. Okay. So, Kansas, are you from, is it, is Kansas City, it's in Kansas, right? Or is it Missouri? There, there's both. two. Yes. Okay, which one has the barbecue? Uh, I think, oh, I don't want to say, I only lived there till I was 18 months, okay. so I don't want to make Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm not going to make you do it then. Yeah. Whichever one that is. I prefer that barbecue over anybody else's yeah. barbecue. It's probably, I would say Missouri because that's where the largest part of Kansas City is. Okay. But I was from like a, basically a tiny little town born on a ranch, so okay. nowhere near that city. I, I think it has to be Kansas City. 
I think it has to be one in Missouri just because I remember once we went way out of our way and drove back through St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So it has to be that, be that one. Yeah, yeah, St. Louis barbecue is definitely a thing. So yeah. That's probably Kansas Yeah, City, yeah. I, for what it, well, one of it, one of the reasons was one million cups. So I was going out there every year for that, which is at Coles here. Have y'all been to one million cups before? It's a meetup I, for I entrepreneurs. Have. Okay, okay. I might have seen you speak here once before. I haven't actually done one. Okay. I've been to several. Okay, cool, cool. I was an organizer for a little while, so that was one reason. Then we had a family reunion, so I I love the barbecue there. <laughs> so, okay, cool. So, how did you guys meet? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So, let's think. So, Cody, like, I kind of knew who he was in the city just because he was very involved when I moved here and music stuff. Um cups and all that but then we ended up being neighbors right and I invited her to a whole bunch of different like shows and stuff that I was playing and events that I was putting on and she didn't come to any of them for a while <laughs> oh. and then eventually I invited her to a Christmas party that I would have every year and, and it she was came, she two came doors down so I came to the Christmas party right yeah, yeah. and we started dating um in January and ever since yeah so. Okay, so you're a musician. What do you play? Uh, play guitar. Okay, cool. Mostly. Yeah, my dad's a musician. I'm sure that my brother and I continue to be a very big disappointment because he <laughs> plays, I think he plays guitar, he plays piano, I think he plays drums as well. And we picked up none of that. And he's also a music producer. We're like, we're not interested in any of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, dad. Okay, so um, you think you guys dating that influence kind of especially you sticking around here in jackson you think interestingly um in november i was traveling and i stopped off in scotland and a former boss of mine was trying to recruit me back to take a job and so i was thinking about moving back to scotland and i remember talking to a friend of mine from scotland and she said you know i would love to have you back here but you love that city like you talk about it all the time you bought a house there She's like, I really think that you love it there. And I was, because I thought about it for a little while. So sometime around November, I had kind of said, well, this is where I'm going to be. And I'm just going to kind of make home in Jackson. And so he asked me out in December. So I think it was nice for me to kind of know that this was home because he's been kind of doing stuff in Jackson for so long. So before we started dating. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it was, this is the longest I've ever lived anywhere now, seven years. So and I absolutely am in love with this city. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, because I'm, I'm thinking like you've traveled so many places. So is it just that you've been here so long to kind of help you make this place home? Are there, are there any other traits that attracted you to Jackson? Yeah, so I've thought about that a lot. I, I do know um, the city I was living in, Scotland, was a very, what I would call a breathable city. That it's, you know, in terms of traffic congestion and yada yada big cities I really liked that about um, the place I was living and Jackson offers that as well um, the weather is one of the things that's pretty tolerable I'm, I'm also jazzed about this October weather that we're having mm-hmm. uh, but the, I think the thing that really struck me was um, partially newcomers and natives doing that the first time mm-hmm. and a couple of other events and just watching um, everybody be so supportive of mm-hmm. just kind of a, a random idea really and seeing that in the creative community um, here, which, you know, I wouldn't consider myself an artist or musician mm-hmm. at all or necessarily creative, but 
um, watching that happen, that sense of community, it was really the first time I'd experienced that and been part of that. Okay, so we can really just roll into you guys planning this event because I'm going to be a part of it this year, but this is something you've been doing for years. (laughs) So what made you get the idea that you guys needed to do do an event with both, not just an event in general, but specifically targeting transplants or newcomers and natives? Um, So I had been traveling a ton, and so um, just, you know, country hopping a lot and for my job, and I hadn't really engaged, but I had found some friends that were, like, a little bit maybe jaded with Jackson and talking about the pockets that there exist in, you know, different cities, but Jackson specifically. And I was like, no, 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 there's all these new people, like, that are, like, trying to figure the city out, and they were like, no, there's not. And I was like, I promise you there are. And so I just threw this house party that ended up being a little overwhelming, to be honest. I thought 30 people would come, and Mm -hmm. it was like 150 throughout the night. So um, I was like, see, there's all these new people that you don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, But it was kind of that, just to kind of figure out how to break out of those pockets a little bit and for Mm -hmm. people to kind of connect with one another. So that was really just a party, but then Cody and I were dating by the next year, and I was telling him about it, and so we were like, well, let's do this as, like, an actual event. And okay. Kind of rolled on from there. Okay. How do you think, like, the newcomers and the natives mixed at your parties? Do you think it was something where people chatted because it was a party? Or do you think it was, like, long-term, lifelong friendship type of situation? Because I can see... I don't know. I think the last few years is the first time I've started having... Making friends with people who are, like, originally from Jackson. Mm-hmm. But I've also been like deep into like the school culture so it's like I didn't have to try hard for friends because my friends were my classmates and we had school in common are complaining about school in common and we all worked and were educated in the same fields so I've never really had to try really to make friends so how do you think everyone like, uh, I said I think that's a good one too I think we have we have it easy when we're in those environments yeah. you know it's kind of like here you go um, but it's, you know, people can find interests that they have in common. So, mm-hmm. um, for more introverted people or shy people, I think just putting yourself out there can be very draining. But mm-hmm. once you start doing that and finding those interests that align, um, in the city that can help you to make those friendships and make it, you know, make it home for you, I guess. But, um, I think that's kind of what people bonded over I guess if you're asking at the parties or just like what are you into what do you do or the kinds of questions we hear yeah it's it's for lack of a better term it's kind of good to have a couple of um the kind of transplants who've been here a while Mm -hmm. and they're almost not really a transplant and but they're really like outgoing yeah so I I like to call them like ringers they're Mm -hmm. like people who like have no problems just sitting down at a table with like six strangers yeah hey where are you guys from like yeah you know I came here as part of TFA like and now I've been here for seven years, like mm-hmm. whatever. And so it's good to have those people in the mix. Yeah. Because they don't have, they've never met a stranger for the most part. Yeah. And they like to meet new people and know their story. <laughs> so if you've got a room full of people who don't want to like mix and mingle, it can be kind of a struggle. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes the natives can be kind of caught in their own pockets anyway. Yeah. And they're like, well, I don't know if I want to meet any new people. I've already got my group. Yes. Well, that's definitely a theme in a lot of my groups. No new friends. But my <laughs> issue is just that a lot of the problem with having transplants as friends is they tend to leave. So yep. I'm starting to experience so a lot sad. of friends, yeah, <laughs> leaving in droves. So I'm like, I'm going to have to make friends outside of my, you know, environment because 
I'm not going to have anybody here. So I think it's very interesting, like, that you said how some of the transplants who've been here for a while, how they kind of mingle with everyone. Because the interesting thing is, and I was just talking to Melvin before y'all got here, is that, so I'm an introvert, and I'm good with small groups and I'm like okay I'm hosting it's not my first time I'm like I'm hosting this thing and I really <laughs> I'm like this is not my thing so I'm like how do I approach this it's almost like and I think that's something for a lot of introverts we need time to like kind of um what is it like getting a vibe of things or whatever oh, yeah. so for my introverts I think I did put that I'm not sure if we kept that I put that line that we're gonna have corners yes. urban foxes. <laughs> available to all introverts to group up to and run and hide but it's something I know I have to work towards even like when we first decide we're going to do it together I was like okay this is a good enough time for me to get uh, comfortable with the idea that I'm going to be talking with a lot of people you know we see how long it is I always tell people that who are introverts you know this event is only going to be for you know a couple of hours and you're like after that you're done so it should be easy to deal with you know so uh (laughs) but yeah so I'm already practicing you guys so I expect even introverts to show up so you have some time that's good yeah I mean the ambassadors really do a lot of the work they you know they know who they are they're just like they're so excited to talk about Jackson and what's going on and stuff. So they do a lot of that where we would often just kind of be doing, you know, the greeting at the table and that sort of thing. So you'll be fine. And one of my favorite things is to actually watch when introverts pair up with the other, it's like one-on-one and they just like chat, 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 chat. I'm like, they're like magnets. (laughs) Yeah. They're like magnets. I feel like I always, I'm attracted to other introverts and then I'm attracted to people I always find other people from New Orleans. I, I feel yeah. like it's almost a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly by just listening because introverts usually are quiet. So it's like I hear an accent. And I'm like, hey, where are you from? And I can start a conversation like that. But, yeah, I think introverts are like madness. They're like, look at that person in the corner not talking to anybody. <laughs> I should go over there before extrovert finds me. <laughs> And really try to talk, try to, talk yeah. to me. So, okay. Um, so... This thing that we have, so it's not just, you know, a mixer. There's going to be music. There's going to be food. There's going to be trivia. How did it grow to be such a big thing? Did it start out that way, or did you just add things on over time? Uh, That would be you coming into the mix. (laughs) Oh, it's my fault. Or it's Melvin's fault. Yeah, no, great. I think um, I was really enthused. I think I told you that um, Mm -hmm. since I've been here seven years now, I'm starting to feel kind of like the arc of the transplant that I Mm -hmm. need to hand it off or at least involve other people that don't just have my perspective about what it's like to be in Jackson Mm -hmm. and and that sort of thing. So um, I think Melvin kind of mentioned like, hey, I'm interested in this. And I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. So I think I was just kind of sitting around the table and trying to figure out what would kind of be a little bit more appealing. We also are fortunate this year that we have our own venue to um, Mm -hmm. just kind of do what we want with it. We've enjoyed kind of moving around. But yeah, so you've been a big part of that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, so, so I don't know you per se, but I've always heard your name, Cody. It seems like you've been like <laughs> part of planning a lot of things. Do you want to talk about that? Like, how did you, like, how did you become a part of yeah. like the go-to planning, <laughs> hosting, uh, entrepreneur type person? Um, I, I've always kind of just been a person in general, and I'm, I'm a bit of a lot of people probably don't would not think this, but I'm a bit of an introvert myself okay. for doing that kind of, all that kind of stuff um but I've always been the kind of person who like well there's this is something I enjoy and there's not one of these so 
maybe we could, maybe mm-hmm. we could do one of those, just like I saw at this other place that I went, or, or, or what if we tried this out, and let's see if we can make this last for a little while. And so I, it started from playing music for years where I would talk to a band in another state and say, hey, I got this place, there's this bar who lets us just set up in the corner and have shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll bring you over and book you a show here. Mm-hmm. And you'll do the same thing, um, you know, in, like in your city. And okay. so it kind of started that way. Mm-hmm. So I started putting on shows just kind of in the back of like pool halls and like other bars and things. And then I started meeting people and sound guys and like, oh, I could do this and kind of just grew from there. And then I got to looking more at like, um, film stuff and Mm -hmm. trying to be at events and just kind of really just kind of stepping out there and like seeing all that can be done. Mm -hmm. And one of the beautiful things about Jackson is, and part of this event is that it's real easy if you want to do something Mm -hmm. to find at least one to five or six people who also want to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And they just kind of want to do it to do it. Yeah. It's not like, well, I'm going to use your idea so I can springboard myself to, you know, fame and fortune or anything and really just like cool let's make this happen it may only happen three times but it was something that wasn't here and we want to go on and so meeting a lot of those people it just kind of grew that community a little bit um and yeah just because it really had less to do with me and more to do with the fact that there's a lot of other people and I was able to get involved with a lot of different like art art forms and events and everything from Indie Music Week to Crossroads Film Festival mm-hmm. to some of the uh, and After Five stuff and just there's so many different things that are uh, like that so I kind of stumbled into it and then yeah. also kind of just bullheaded like pushed my way into a lot of it because I really wanted to be part of it okay um, so. yeah and I guess that kind of reminds me of kind of a, some of a conversation I heard I went to the State of the Creatives last week um it was at the mural so it was a bunch of creatives in the room and there was a complaint about i guess like lack of resources of lack of things for artists and maybe i feel like this is a conversation that has been happening like year after year after year after year for a lot of people and i guess numerous people from that audience said well like nothing is stopping you from starting it mm-hmm. so i think that's like a common theme that we hear and i know this is something my husband most definitely talks about you know for me because we are kind of urban planners too it's like sometimes it's easier to be somewhere where everything you want is already there and sometimes you don't want to have to work for anything or create an event you just want to be somewhere but he's always like you know whatever you want to do or whatever you want to see like we can do that here too and I'm like well who's going to pay for this and who's going to have time to do this because kind of what I guess um, I said from you Molly like I help my husband with a lot of things too like far as his business and I'm like who else is gonna (laughs) we can't have these laundry lists of things that we're starting that's actually a conversation we had um, right before we left Um, like right before I left to come here um, to record I'm like we can't just be starting these laundry lists of things (laughs) and trying to balance work and school now we have a kid so but um, that was kind of the thing it was like here is the easiest place and probably the most affordable place where you feel like if something doesn't exist that you can create it you know and I guess that might be something people just have to be reminded of often but you also said something very important is that if there's other people who are wanting to do it that you just get together that's something that's hard for me I don't like working of course introvert I don't like group activities (laughs) it's like maybe give me another person but like working as a group is challenging for me most times but um 
I mean, I think that's probably the easiest way, you know, to go about creating things. Well, that's part of it. My favorite part about the Newcomers and Natives event in general is that seeing those kind of things, those kind of, even if it's only two or three people each mm -hmm. year, kind of start that and then they're still here years down the road and they've been part of these events that maybe I started at some point and then kind of removed myself from mm -hmm. once it kind of got rolling. To, to see those relationships formed that allow that. I, I actually saw the, the young creative like uh, pics and stuff from that event and everything and I was like, one of my favorite things, like I knew a handful of the people in that group, and I was like, "There's a lot of people in that picture I don't know." Yeah, and I said the ma same it made me, thing. It made me so happy because I was <laughs> when like, I was "Oh, there. that's great!" Because that's more people doing stuff. Yeah, but I also felt like I was old too. I felt like I was the one of the, the senior people <laughs> but I, there. I that was another reason great. why. I mean, we talked about that a lot. You can, you know, there are cities that you can move and be a consumer, and you deal with everything else, and it comes at a premium for mm -hmm. that. Um, but seeing it, you know, kind of the kids, if for lack of a better way of describing it, that the kids are all right, they're gonna keep moving everything mm -hmm. forward. That's helpful too. I just that's exciting to to know that there's people like, who is that? Yeah. And great. Welcome to Jackson. Yeah, and that's why I explained to Melvin that was the one thing that I got out of it. I was like, this is a lot of people here and I only know a handful of the people. <laughs> um I think but part of it too is ensuring why it is good that you have some older people there is there's a lot of answers, but you don't know it if you're only in your group. And I think I made that like a challenge for myself that I was gonna step out of the networking things I'm accustomed to and start going to other different things. Cause for me, I'm like, well, I'm creative. I have different types of ways where I show my creativity. So I'm like, so this makes sense to go to something like this, you know? So we'll take a little break right here. Jackson, Mississippi's only alternative culture shop, Offbeat is your one-stop shop for comics, records, and designer toys. Located in the heart of Midtown and Black-owned and geek-operated, this store is home to the best alternative artists. Visit Offbeat today at offbeatjackson.com for more info. So what made you want to start a business? I probably have always wanted to have... Well, this is but, not your first but, time either, right? Well, I've, I've, I've managed. I managed the Cups and Fondren for okay. a long... I worked there for a long time. And right, well, I also have Elegant Trainwreck, which is a fledgling at yeah. best record label. Yeah. Um, that was more started to put out my own music, and then I would try to use it to help young artists kind of get started. But that was more, hey, I'll do your first one, um, and then I'll teach you how to like screen print T-shirts mm -hmm. and do all the DIY stuff, and mm -hmm. then you're kind of on your own at that point because mm -hmm. I basically just need to. I would skip like a rent check or something and like put out someone's record yeah, <laughs> and in yeah. hopes that they would sell enough that I could get the money back. Oh. So it wasn't, it wasn't a very successful business, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it was fun to see a lot of those artists. And some of those artists are actually like doing events and hosting shows and mm -hmm. stuff now um, that, uh, that I kind of put out their first album or like helped them get a, like a different kind of record release or put them in touch with somebody to put their tour together and all that kind of stuff. So, okay. So that's technically a business. Yeah. But yeah. It's not, it wasn't. It was not a very successful business okay. model. <laughs> but yeah, you really started talking about Urban Foxes, maybe, and even had the name for it maybe about five years ago. I'd say. Yeah, probably so. With the with actually Urban Foxes, kind of the model was being worked out at that point. Um, but I took the management job at Cups mm -hmm. specifically with the idea to learn things that I needed to learn okay. to be able to do like have my own business that, that would be smart, yeah. food and beverage and stuff like that okay um mainly because i just didn't want to go in blind and then six months later or whatever just like 
You're like, well, that didn't really work out. Understandable. <laughs> I made a lot of mistakes in six months. Yeah. Um, but so I had the idea for quite some time, like, and it changed a lot over time. It was mm -hmm. everything from, you know, concert hall that had like a pie case up front. And that was like the thing that was different than, you know, Dalimara or mm -hmm. Dueling Hall or uh, then there was, well, well, you know, we'll do a late night bar or we'll do just breakfast. And it mm -hmm. was just kind of all over the place. And then we kind of worked on the, putting those details together. Mm hmm okay and then he was also teaching himself how to bake and so that's what i was gonna say like but you're baking and stuff too like right. how, how does that work like what's a day like for you do you even have a day do you even notice the hours in the day <laughs> so because you're doing a lot right well i generally get there pretty early okay um and then kind of have a day's prep and so and as as we've been open to, I've been teaching a staff like a new staff, both coffee stuff and then also the baking as well. Okay. So I've been able to um, I've been very lucky that some of the staff has really kind of just had a natural knack and taken off and been able to take some of that on. Okay. But yeah, I've um, a normal day sometimes. Some days I'm pretty lucky. I can get out of there in a normal hour day, and sometimes it's like you know seven in the morning to six or seven at night. Yeah, uh, I would imagine. Mon you know Monday through Saturday but yeah I've been pretty lucky as of late to be able to to get out of there early on some days yeah I've just been amazed because he's just kind of has a method to everything he does so I mm -hmm. think all the experience he's brought to it whereas being a business owner is completely new to me and it's been really um just a lot more rewarding than I realized because just the create it's a creative outlet for me mm -hmm. um as a second job and I've just kind of been surprised at like, oh, I can, I can do this. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So it's been a confidence booster in a way. And yeah. just, like I was saying, the, the best part for me is just seeing um, other folks come in and make the space their own when mm -hmm. they're doing events or collaborating. I'm mm -hmm. really looking forward to newcomers yeah. and natives and seeing what happens with that. Yeah. So. But okay. yeah, yeah, having the, having the space is really nice. I mean, that's, yeah. even if we, it wasn't like baked goods, it was, just this or just that that we put in the building that was I think probably the initial formation I had was I just want to have a space because for yeah. years I would use other people's spaces or right. I would you know like hey I've got this PA I'm gonna host this show and then I have to haul all this gear and lights and all this stuff mm -hmm. and then break it all down and take it and put it back in my little tiny apartment and I was like I really just want a building yeah and I was like that was probably the first like if you had a, like a check checklist of 10 yeah. things or whatever it was like i just need to find a building yeah and, and you guys have a beautiful building i have to say Thanks. so that was a yeah. good pick how how did you feel i guess did you have a certain location a certain building in mind or how did you approach that part of it yeah i mean we we played around with a couple of different neighborhoods in general we were we tried to stay pretty open mm -hmm. while also we really didn't want to be kind of in like one of those like strips of buildings or like a fairly new build out or something, but we were still open to that. Yeah. And the biggest thing we were like, it has to be in Jackson mm -hmm. like, and we'd like to put it in a neighborhood that's not already like, you know, cram packed with stuff. We want to put it somewhere and be one of the first few things in that neighborhood. I think your, your hometown had a lot of influence on what we actually settled with and picked. Yeah. Um, it was funny because one day we were with a realtor and just, which our realtor was great, but 
we went to this commercial space and I was like, oh no, like this is not it. And he was kind of leaning more like, yeah, this could totally work, blah, blah, blah. And then we went to this house that was like completely destroyed and was going to have to be rebuilt, but it had kind of a New Orleans-y vibe to it. And I was like, this, this is exactly it. And he was like, wait, that's a ton of work. And so luckily we found a space that was somewhere in between in terms of that. Um, But just, you know, Jackson isn't always the most walkable, but that's what we want in their sidewalks. Yeah. And we ha- we do have customers that walk yeah. to the shop like you would in New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of fun. So and I that, think we lucked out. Yeah, that might be why I love the house, too, that that was the preference opposed to, like, like you said, going to a building or a newer development. I always prefer stuff like that. And then in the neighborhood. So, like, you guys are describing what I picture to be ideal neighborhood which is why I kind of stay in the neighborhood in general Mm -hmm. so and then perfect location because you guys are getting the people who are like going to downtown because really you know once you get to work where are you getting coffee like do you really feel like walking you know anywhere else once you get there you can stop there on the way there to work yeah, I think I think the downtown. It was that was definitely part of it. We even looked at and played around with a couple ideas of possibly being right in the thick of downtown. Mm-hmm. But where we are is close enough to like the residential neighborhood, right. while also still being just just up over the hill, and you're in downtown. Yeah. And so it was kind of a, a good spot to to find something like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So how has it been for you guys? I feel like you guys, as soon as you announced it, it was like immediate popularity i feel like as soon as i saw it on facebook i'm like okay cool i can't wait till this opens and it's like when is it open it's like oh it's a few months from now i'm like i can't wait for this to happen in the neighborhood unfortunately i moved to the other side but i'm still like not far away it's still technically a walkable distance but um so how how has it been for you i feel like people have been super receptive um when i was out in the burbs i had um my co-workers come who had never ever been we went to you guys first and we went to deep south pops so they're just kind of people i think who just fly um through jackson to ridgeland so that was cool so people can say see it's okay to stop (laughs) (laughs) that is gonna happen So you feel like people have been like super receptive and supportive. Yeah, incredibly supportive. I yeah. feel like that's I I've said this before to Cody, but I don't think I would open a business anywhere besides Jackson and you can feel free to roll your eyes at that if you like, but um Well no, look look, I'm all for to me I prefer small businesses opposed to like larger box things if people look at you know the economy nationwide it's really small businesses that sustain cities and it's really small businesses that make cities unique so when people go places it's like i'm not going somewhere to go to macy's i can go to macy's anywhere i can shop macy's online but if there's like favorite stores or favorite experiences i like to experience in cities those are unique so that's my preference really mm-hmm. over anything so i just want everybody else to be on board with that notion <laughs> yeah because we actually there was a stage when um career-wise for me we were looking um even abroad and thinking about living in other cities and it just it didn't feel right and then this kind of developed shortly after that so I'm I'm jazzed that we're in Jackson no for sure I mean I I tell people all the time that I was on the before Molly and I met like at one point was thinking about moving and I had what I call one of those Jackson like quote-unquote like Jackson days it was Mm -hmm. just I, you know, coffee and food, like I think maybe like 
went to like Sneaky Beans and had coffee and like saw a bunch of people and then was like, then I did a few other things around that were very Jackson centric and I, you know, got a burger at like, you know, Stamps and then like ended up at Offbeat later on in the evening and just, it was one of those days and I was just like, and there's a ton of friends there and the mm-hmm. show was good and like, I was just on this high about Jackson and I was like, I'm definitely going to, def- I want to be part of this. Like yeah. these are all like small businesses that are all established or establishing themselves and like I want to be part of this fabric in mm-hmm. some form and I had been for a long time but like for real and that really solidified like no question like whatever I had figured out what I'm going to do I'm doing it here yeah for the most part and so it was just one of those one of those things and so feel very fortunate to be um <clears throat> part of of that fabric in general of Jackson but the yeah the support has been it's been great. People yeah. come and hang out yeah. and enjoy the space. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, 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 thank yeah you. because you know I ask everyone when they're interviewed on here, like if there's some place they should just. And you guys have come out up multiple times, so I feel like you guys are like an elite for us. All the coffee <laughs> places so far, so yeah. So I know everyone definitely likes you guys. So I usually you guys have given so much. So I'm not sure if you have anything else, but is there any? other advice or other recommendations for I feel like you've done that in your responses if you have anything else for these people you can let them know yeah I um just thinking about newcomers and natives that came about because Mm -hmm. I just had a lot of energy for trying things that I'd never tried before um and unsuccessfully trying some hobbies and that sort of thing um and that it's okay to do that and just you know and, and I know I appreciate that it takes a lot of energy and particularly if you're um more introverted to make yourself do that, but that's really the way to go. And people are generally just very kind and welcoming, and Ooh, just want to help you. <laughs> people in general are just like no, that. no, no. Let's not go that far. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for keeping that one honest. <laughs> um, no, but I think here I found that yeah. you know that you can really connect with people. And at newcomers or natives, we plan on having some. Um, what do you call them, ringers, or I call them ambassadors that are, yeah, they're going to make it easy for you to just kind of connect and figure out what, what's going on in the city. Okay. You know what I saw at the um, State of the Creative event, and this is something maybe the newer, cooler kids are doing? So there was this one guy came up to me. He's like, what's your Instagram? So obviously you have to have Instagram, first of all. But I saw like a list of people he had uh for instagram and then all of a sudden i was getting all these requests um i didn't have much time that night to kind of chat with everyone like we went there and we kind of just left right after despite them saying look we want you to network i was like oh i gotta go home but (laughs) so it's like i have a kid at home so i gotta get out of here but um so then i started getting all these requests so i think that's something don't be opposed to doing that to asking i feel like that's what the, the kids are doing now they're like hey where are you like, what's your Twitter name? What's your Instagram name? So, look, y'all can do that. If you don't want to talk to people, just ask them and just cyber-stalk them later and maybe <laughs> go in their inbox. So, I saw, there's few people I did talk to. I said, hey, I follow you on Twitter. I'm probably going to chat with you, like, later. So, it's like I got I got the opportunity to put a face with their name, you know, because a lot of us don't use, like, our faces and real names and stuff on social media. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's an option, too, guys, if you don't want to, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, even that's how Cody and I ended up dating. He sent me several Facebook invites okay. to things and I was like well, I don't really care about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
she was like, oh, he does all these things. He probably just wants to like me to come and like be one of the people in the crowd. Yeah. Like, make the crowd look- Is that what you thought? I really <laughs> did. I, just, I, I was like, oh, he's invited me. It was several different kinds of things yeah. to his art or music. And so I was like, well, he's just, you know, getting the word out about whatever show. And then um, he, I think he actually messaged me about the Christmas party because we were neighbors. We mm-hmm. lived, we had, it was sort of kind of ridiculous actually because we had a house on the same street. And I was like, well, this is in the neighborhood, but he personally messaged me. Mm-hmm. And so, and then later he followed up with, I just want you to know you're the only person I personally messaged. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, you have to come now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was convenient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Any other places? Obviously, it should be at Urban Foster. Not only Thursday, but just in general. So. Yeah, I mean, like to recommend you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, always offbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool because Venom had been Venom and Tosh had been open for five years mm-hmm. like the same week that we opened so that was kind of cool to see yeah and the other five years was the day before I graduated oh yeah, wow yeah. so you feel like it was like cool like yeah juice. it's just okay. kind of yeah <laughs> it's a place to look up to Con- for sure concrete for sure concrete like Keith over there okay uh, concrete. um we kind of get a little embarrassed about this but Saltine is like our solid restaurant, but like okay. embarrassed in the sense that like everybody's like, oh, they're back again. Like it's kind of our go- <laughs> You know what? I don't feel good about people being like, oh, hey, Ashley. I'm like, oh, I spend too much money out. Like they should not know my name. <laughs> and I always say I'm going to try. I'm going to start cooking more. I did cook today. We'll see if it happens for the rest of the week. Yeah. But yeah. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a ton of places I couldn't think of. Everything's been so busy with just yeah. events at the shop, but yeah, there's a, there's a ton of great local businesses around. Yeah, yeah. So we always encourage people to shop local, as in Jackson, in the city lines. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, so we're at the end of this. Uh, where can everyone follow you? I'm gonna also put this in the show notes as well. So everything is Urban Foxes JXN, and so it's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and then we also have a website, urbanfoxesjxn.com. Okay, cool, and make sure you guys come out to the event. We're going to definitely be jamming it down your throats for the next few days, <laughs> so I want to make sure that you guys attend. A lot of people have been asking forever about events, so this was perfect because I was like, oh, I do not have time like to plan an event at all, But so this was perfect for you guys to come along with this. So we should also thank Bellhaven Residential, who's yeah. going to sponsor. And, and guys, I rent from them. I've been renting from them <laughs> for years. So yeah. Very involved in the community. Yeah. Um, and then Flamingo Jackson is hosting the trivia. Yes. Lots of fun. They come always... Um, Drew and Pico in costume, so I'm not really sure like what this I feel is like gonna I need be. To get my stuff together. So yeah, like costume. so I don't know for the Jackson theme what's gonna be, but they're yeah, it's, it's a good time. Hopefully they come both dressed as the Jackson flag. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> oh, and then we're gonna have DJ Keys too. Yes. Yes, yes DJing. Okay. Trained by DJ Young Venom, so yeah. yeah, I'm excited about having her. <laughs> cool. I'm gonna ask y'all a question. I should have asked. Who did the decorating? For Urban Foxes. Well, um, very collaborative, as is everything. Um, we have a friend that's a designer, but she was having her baby at the time. Okay. And so, like, there were a couple things that we texted and were like, is this right? You know, and the yeah. pink colors was a big thing. Um, but Cody had a Pinterest that he started with, and we kind of just together combined things. I did a lot of the furnishings. Yeah. yeah, the art and stuff on the walls was all 
thought about and curated and it's really good that's yeah. why i asked yeah thanks yeah and then we had an awesome contractor too who is one of the people behind the flamingo so it was just a very collaborative but yeah the design process was a lot of fun for us to work on as okay. a couple uh -huh. um i'd say yeah well, yeah for sure I, it was a lot of fun that's definitely not something i've you know i i know i know is what i wanted the space but yeah. it was kind of a hard time like getting that across and so like being able to use you know pictures of things and yeah then, and molly had a lot of really great ideas be like i don't know what about these plates and i would just sometimes just get them and she was like um and then decide on the plates and people are like taking pictures of the plates. yeah like, cool. i would have never thought about that yeah and so she there's a lot of things that she was able to put in there that just like set it apart for sure Cool. Yeah, the designer, having a designer friend in your back pocket, though, I'd yeah. highly recommend because it just reassures that your decisions are on the right. Yeah. Right. And they also did, um, she actually drew the logo, that, and everybody kind of asks us about that. Yeah. So she just did a sketch before we even, like, really were telling anybody we wanted to open a business, but we told her about it, and then her husband's a graphic designer, so he'd oh. actually did the graphic design. So that's yeah. been, we've been very grateful for them being in our lives and, and contributing yeah. in that way. See, this is a moment I can talk to my husband. So you can get my input on design as well. He's an architect. I was like, what if I take drafting? And he's like, finish your degree first. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what about if you add this? And he's kind of like, you can stay. In yeah, I'm, a bit. I'm impressed. Like, you've, got a, you've got a lot of like irons in the fire. I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah, that's why, you know, I'm trying to... Um, get to a part where I'm like undoing all of that now so I can give myself time to like live mm -hmm. because I went through a time where which didn't help I was like oh I don't like it here and then I got super busy and then it's like okay I've never really been I've been in Jackson but I've never been in Jackson if you understand what I'm saying yeah. so um so now I'm kind of doing that now and encouraging others to do it as well and not waste so much time so love it love it love it <laughs> so uh you guys can follow me at Jackson Transplants on Facebook Twitter and Instagram spell GX and and shout out to 242 Creative um as well as Small World Studios is there anybody else that mentioned I think I have everybody it's been a little while so I will see you haters Thursday and I will talk to you next week bye